0: Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. We love midweek. You know, we love Sundays as well. We love our connect groups, our small groups, but we love midweek because it's a chance when we get to connect together from different spaces and join with people online as well. We get to worship more and we get to go a little bit deeper maybe into aspects of our faith and and if you are not yet a follower of Jesus, we are so glad that you're here or you're watching, uh, joining us online as well. And we'd love to talk to you more about that. But I'm going I'm to dive into something tonight, which um, if I mention the word, if I said these two words, let's pray, there's going to be a whole host of reactions in the room, okay? It's going to be like a continuum. There'll be some of you are like, yes, let's pray and let's get rams horns out and let's get tambourines out and let's go bonkers there are those of you on that side of the spectrum, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah and Arley, yeah, yeah. He's there in the middle, all right. Then there are those of you on the other side of the continuum and you're like, let's pray. <gasps> Is he gonna ask me to pray out loud? So there's a whole continuum. And at the back end of last year, I listened to a talk from someone that I listen to every single week on a Monday. I listened to this guy's talks from a Sunday, a guy called Louis Giglio, and he did an amazing talk on prayer, and I've stolen that, okay, borrowed it, and I'm gonna adapt it a little bit and share it with you because I thought it was so, so good. And he talked about prayer needing to have a remix. So you know what a remix is, don't you? A remix is where you take something old and familiar that maybe has grown a little bit too familiar, so it's become almost routine, and you give it a a different, you give it a twist, you give it a different beat, you give it a different groove, you give give it a different sound, and something that was old and familiar becomes new, and it becomes fresh, and it becomes meaningful, and prayer sometimes needs this kind of remix. So let me give you an example Grace, all right? Some of some people do this, some people don't do it. Praying before food. Let's just see how routine we are, okay? So I want you to help me fill in the blanks, okay? So here's the routine grace prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this and for the hands that prepared it. Some of you are really old Sunday school people, church people. We ask that you bless this food and use us for your Fantastic. You see, I didn't, I didn't even have to put the words in. It's become almost routine. There's nothing wrong with that. But prayer should be more than routine. It should be more than rote or repetition, in my opinion. Because actually when you look at prayer, prayer is about relationship, not routine. It's about dialogue, not monologue. I wonder how often when we come to pray, are we expecting God to speak? Or does God sometimes say, hey, if you'd shut up, I'd like to talk to you back. Because prayer is not dialogue, it's monologue. Prayer is about alignment with heaven. Prayer is not about trying to get God to line up with us. Prayer is about us lining up with him. Prayer is um, meant to be dynamic, life-giving, authentic, and real. And at times, Life puts you in a place where your prayers move from the routine and the rote and the repetition to something real and urgent. Many of you know, because we've shared this with you over Christmas, that we had the granddaughter, I promise I won't keep mentioning that, uh, over Christmas. But but you also know that Isla, the mamas, had breast cancer diagnosed last July. And we kind of kept that as a family. That was what they wanted as well as we were trying to track through what does it mean to be pregnant and have breast cancer, and have chemo, have surgery, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously we're so delighted that baby Lydia is born healthy, and we rejoice in that. But back in July, when we first heard the news, my prayers changed as I was praying for Josh and Isla and for our family. Every day for weeks, I got on my knees and begged God and beseeched God to heal her completely and to keep the baby safe for weeks and weeks and weeks. I still pray for them, of course, but there was a season where my prayers went from being routine and ritual to being something way more real. Then just a few weeks after that, a lady in our church, a young lady, uh, was sick and we were involved in that. And um, many of you know who I'm talking about. And I begged and pleaded with God to heal her. And for whatever reason, that didn't happen and she died. My prayers then with God went a whole different level and dynamic. I was a little bit angry with God, a little bit frustrated at times, didn't quite understand all that. I say that just to say that that's okay with God, because that's dialogue and it's real. It's not okay if we stay in that place, but it's okay if we work through that place together. Because when we get real with God, then prayer becomes this amazing dialogue. And it's not about us trying to get God to do what we want to do. It's about almost being changed and being aligned with God. And my prayers, even for Josh and I, and for us as a family, they they kind of moved and they migrated from God, please help us. God, please heal. To God, please use this somehow for your glory. However it works out, use it for your glory. Do something in them. Do something in us. Do something in those around us as well that speak of you, even if we don't get what we want or what we pray 4. And Jesus teaches his followers not only how to pray, he gives them a pattern. And on your seats, um, just could you someone just give me one of those for a sec? Thank you, Paula, thank you. Uh, on here is something that we would love you to take away. Please don't leave it on your seat. This is for you this week, and I'm going to explain it all to you in a moment. But on the back is the Lord's Prayer that many of you will know. Take it from Matthew chapter 6, this version. And, and this is a pattern, but before the pattern... Jesus gives us the posture of prayer. And I want to just dive into this a little bit on the screen. So Matthew 6, 5 to 8. And when you pray, so Jesus is saying there, not if you pray, but when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners. When we were in Israel, we saw this in terms of Um, what they call Hasidic Jews and Orthodox Jews and at the Western Wall and and the way prayer is and all of that and rocking and all of that. I'm not criticising any of that, but that's kind of a little bit of the context that what Jesus is talking about. Don't just be like that. Don't just babble away and be on the street corner so others will see you. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father. Because it's not a routine, it's a relationship who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And listen, if ever you're in a connect group or you're in any other situation and and there's a moment where you could pray out loud, and maybe you've never prayed out loud before, it's you don't get points for how fancy the words are. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. I loved it years and years ago. I was brought up in the Salvation Army in the black country in Cradley Heath. And I remember um, a fella who uh, just recently became a Christian and um, I'd been brought up in church, so knew all the right things to say. Uh, and he's praying away and he's, sat, and he's praying in a very broad black country accent. If you're not from around here, I, I apologise, okay. But he said, "Oh God, and, uh, the, the other night when you was speaking to me, you know, it was Tuesday night. Now, now was it Tuesday or was it Wednesday? No, I think it was Tuesday or may it have been Monday. And he was going, and I was like, a young guy thinking, that's not how you pray, that's exactly how you pray, because that's conversation, that's relationship, that's real. And so I wanna encourage you, the posture of prayer is really important, that we are real when we speak to God. And and what we um, are gonna invite you into this week is the next three days to spend a little bit of time in prayer as a whole church, okay? And we're not gonna gather all together, we're doing that tonight, But what we've um, done is we've given you a whole load of options and they are here. So tomorrow morning at 7.30am, I'll be doing a Facebook Live in our online community. If you're part of the online community, if you're not, go on Facebook, search for groups, Life Central Online Community, request to join. There are two Easy questions, okay? And you have to answer these before we let you in, okay? Just that you'll ascribe to all the rules and you won't be naughty and all of that. Then we'll let you in, okay? 7.30 in the morning, I'll dig a little bit deeper into the pattern of the Lord's Prayer as well to help us for 15, 20 minutes. Then on Thursday, we've got what we call the Upper Zoom. Three opportunities to join us on Zoom. 7.30 in the morning, 12.30 lunchtime, 7.30 in the evening, 20, 30 minutes, that kind of thing. Praying together on Zoom be amazing. Friday the 30 Every Friday morning, for years, a small handful of faithful people have been meeting here to pray for us at 6.30 in the morning for decades. And there's just a small handful of them. And it's so amazing. And every week we get messages saying, what can we pray for this week? And often they'll be praying for you And for your, you know, the community that you belong to or or needs as they emerge, and it's so good. And I I want to invite you to come along and join them. Now, you might think six thirty is early. Just come whenever you can within that kind of hour, six thirty to seven thirty here in the church. That's next. That's this Friday morning. And then what we would love to do is everybody at around about twelve noon, if you can. Wouldn't it be amazing if we all prayed the Lord's prayer wherever we are? If we could all just stop for a minute. And just prayed the Lord's Prayer. And actually, I've given you a primary school version as well, which I really love. Our Father in heaven, you are awesome. Show us who you are and how you want us to be. Make earth more like heaven. Please give us what we need to keep going each day. That's a good prayer, isn't it? Help us when we're wrong and clean us up on the inside. Help us to let other people off and move on. (laughs) Keep us from bad stuff. You're in charge. You're strong and powerful and always there forever. So I'm inviting you, we're inviting you, Life Central, wherever you are, whatever community, whatever site, microsite you're in, location, wherever, if you're online as well, hopefully online, someone's gonna be putting one of these things on, on for you online as well. It would be amazing if this Friday at 12 noon, we just stopped for a couple of minutes and prayed the Lord's Prayer. Because the Lord's Prayer, we kicked it off, didn't we, with a song, Pray, is all about alignment. It's about us lining up your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's not about us trying to get God to do what we wanna do. It's us becoming in a position of alignment with Him and His purposes. So what I wanna do is, again, taking a little bit from Louis Giglio, is just give you four prayers that I think need a remix. And the first one is the Lord bless me prayer. The Lord bless me prayer, that should be on the next, no, that's on the lower third, yeah. Lord bless me. Here's the thing, I understand that, Lord bless me, but we're already blessed, aren't we? Look at look, look what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter one. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So whenever you go in a situation, if you know Jesus, you are already blessed. And so actually, we're blessed to be a blessing. So I want to suggest a remix of the prayer. And it's in the little pamphlet I've given you. But here it is. Thank you, Father, that I am blessed. Let me in every moment of my life bless your name and live in such a way that my life blesses you and others. Amen. You know, that incident yesterday is just, and it's so fresh. So it's still really raw for, for many of us, but it's just given me already a renewed sense. We have got to be the church. We don't go to church, we've got to be the church for people who are at, the, at their wit's end. We've got to be that. We are blessed, not so we can be blessed, but so that we can be a blessing, right? So what a remix prayer. Rather than Lord bless me, thank you Father that I am blessed. Let me in every moment of my life bless your name and live in such a way that my life blesses you and others. The second one is, Lord, be with me. Maybe you're going into a situation, and I understand this prayer, I pray this prayer. Lord, be with me. You know, you're going into a situation, maybe you're in the health service and you're going into a crowded um, A&E or or a ward or whatever and you're saying, Lord, be with me. And I get that, good prayer to pray. Maybe you've got a business deal going on and you're praying, Lord, be with me, as if God isn't with you. Because here's the thing, isn't it? In Galatians chapter two, verse 20, says this, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. In other words, we don't need to pray, Lord be with me, because he is with you. Because he's in you by his spirit. And He, what he wants to do is live his life in you and through you. So what could a remix of this prayer look like? Maybe this, thank you Jesus that you are always with me in this A&E ward, in this business deal, in this school, in this factory, wherever I am right now. And you live your life through me. So today and every day, live through me for your glory. I kind of think this is like praying some bigger prayers than what routine prayers are about. Lord bless me, Lord be with me. No, 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 we want to be lined up with who God says we are. What about the third one? And this is a, a common one as well. Lord, watch over and protect me. I'm not saying don't pray this because this is a good prayer to pray. This is what we pray over our family and over friends and, and et cetera, et cetera. And it's a good prayer to pray. But the danger when we pray this prayer and we stop Is that are we asking God to keep us safe and comfortable or are we asking God to use us for his purposes and his glory? Because those two things might not line up to be the same. If we're just saying, Lord, watch over us and protect us and keep us safe, are we praying a kind of a hedge of protection around us to keep us in a nice little Christian bubble or are we saying, God, we want to live for you and your glory, whatever that costs. We'd love you to watch over us and protect us. But more than that, we really want to be used for your glory. You see, if you're like um, many, many British people, English people, okay? I love this quote. I've used it hundreds of times. John Cleese, one of my favourite quotes of all time. The goal of every Englishman is to get safely to his grave without ever being embarrassed. And I love that. But what it does is it highlights the propensity in all of us to want to have one life and keep that life safe. Listen, a safe life is not why Jesus went on the cross. A redeemed, restored, forgiven, reborn, resurrected life is why Jesus went on the cross. So let's not just pray, Lord bless me. I mean, it's so interesting that when the early church were arrested and they were taken before the leaders and they were threatened that if they didn't stop speaking about God, they were gonna get basically killed or put in prison. And this is what the Bible says in Acts chapter four. Now, Lord, consider their threats, this is their prayer, and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. They didn't pray the watch over and protect me prayer. They said, look, we want to speak with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And the Bible goes on to say that the whole place where they were meeting was shaken with the power of God. So what would a remixed prayer look like On this or maybe this, Lord I commit my way to you, empower me. So if you are in a situation where you do need God to protect you and to watch over you, say God empower me in this difficult situation, strengthen me and then use me for your glory and your purposes. Amen. Amen. How many of you want to pray these prayers? I do, I do. I find them quite challenging if I'm honest. And we've given them you on on this little pamphlet to take away with you this week and over the next three, four days, maybe to begin to pray these kind of prayers. But there's a fourth one. And it says, Lord, please forgive me. And that's a good prayer to pray. But um, in Colossians, it says this, when you are dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision, and don't worry about circumcision if you're newer to faith, that's a whole different talk of your flesh. God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. So we sin and we mess up, but we are already forgiven. And there's a a nuance in this, okay? It's really important that we do admit and that we do repent and that we do all of that. But it's really important that we don't live under an unhealthy or, or a not right sense of condemnation and guilt. So... A remix of this could look like this. Father, I confess my sin to you and at times to others. So that's important. Thank you for the forgiveness I have, not I'm going to get, but I have in Jesus. Let me live in the power and the freedom of forgiveness for your glory. Let me own up and let me confess and let me repent, but let me live in the freedom of the forgiveness that you have for me. So. There's some remixed prayers that I want to leave with you. What about us as a church? What about Life Central as a church? You know, last year, uh, 2022, was, I think, like a post crisis year. And for me, the key words were rebuilding and reimagining what church could look like. It was also revealing. Um, I think a lot of our values were revealed last year, and I'm really pleased about that. You're incredibly generous. You know, I think at the moment, it looks like above and beyond is, is potentially around 70,000 pounds that you've given above and beyond. We, uh, you sponsor uh, and do, uh, uh, over 170, I think it is, kids through compassion worldwide, which is phenomenal. So some of, those, some of these values of being generous were revealed last year. But as we move into 2023, the, the word that God has given me is two words really, one that He's given to a whole of the ELIM movement actually, which is the word alignment, about us lining up with God. But the other word is accelerating. I think God wants to do something of an acceleration in this year, in terms of impacting people's lives, in terms of reaching into communities, in terms of helping people, not just who are at the end of themselves, but people who are, who are maybe full of themselves, but yet don't know Jesus accelerating. So what would a remix prayer for Life Central be like? Well, it's in the pamphlet, but let's look at it on the screen. Father, this year, let us be a people sold out for You, a people surrendered to Your will, a people living to help people find and follow Jesus, who strive to make the world a better place by bringing heaven to earth in whatever ways we can for Your glory. Amen. I Can I invite you to stand with me? And I'd love you if you're willing to pray this to maybe let's pray it out loud together. And then I wanna, we're gonna worship, we're gonna respond, we're gonna be a little bit interactive. You're probably not thinking, what on earth is this on the front? All will be revealed, all will be revealed. But wouldn't it be amazing if we prayed this together as a prayer, and you guys online as well. Watch this from your homes or wherever you're joining with us from. We'd love you to pray it, maybe even out loud, wherever you are. That would be amazing. So let's pray this together. Father, this year, let us be a people sold out for You, a people surrendered to Your will, a people living to help people find and follow Jesus, who strive to make the world a better place, by bringing heaven to earth in whatever ways we can for your glory, amen. You know, I don't know if you've ever thought, what happens when I pray? Like where do my prayers go? You ever felt that they just hit the ceiling and that's it? Anyone other than me just felt that? That you just, you've said it out loud, but, and then in that verse that Jesus took before the the, the Lord's Prayer, He says, pray because, because your God, your Father knows what you need before you ask it. So you ever thought, what's the point of asking it? There's a really interesting verse in Revelation and I can't go into all of it. And some of you theologians are gonna, are gonna have a, Revelation's really difficult to fully understand. Anyone that says, I fully understand Revelation, is misguided, in my opinion, okay? Because it's difficult. But there's a really interesting verse in Revelation 5 verse 8, where where it says this. When He took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp. They held gold bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And there's almost like this idea, it's not a gold bowl, all right? It's just from Webb's Garden Centre, okay? (laughs) But it's almost like this idea that whenever you pray, Your prayers end up in a bowl and they're kept. And maybe, maybe when something happens or they're filled up or God interacts, God kind of pours something out of there. I don't understand all that, but I know this, prayers are recorded in heaven. We might not always get the answer we want. We might not always get the answer that we are praying for, but God hears and God understands. And I believe the more prayers we pray, the more prayers we'll see answered. Just, just like that. The more people we pray for healing, the more healing we'll see. We will have some other challenges along the way. There'll be some that won't be healed. We all know that. And we don't understand that. We have to part that and leave it with God. But what we do know is that our prayers are heard. So as we worship now, we are gonna invite you to pray your bold prayer for 2023. What's the prayer That's a remix prayer. Not just a Lord bless me, not protect me, not that, but Lord, there's something that you passionately want to see happen in 2023. And all around the place, there are four stations and there's the servery there. So there's five different places. There's some pens and pencils and there's some slips of paper. And as we worship, we wanna invite you to go right on your prayer. Come put it in the bowl. We're gonna keep that, okay? And we're gonna pray over it. We're going to pray over it all through the year and see at the end of the year what God does. Let me pray. Father, we pray that as we articulate what's on our heart, Lord, right now, as we begin to say, God, God, would you move in this area? Maybe it's a big thing. Maybe it's a small thing. Maybe it's personal. Maybe it's community. Maybe it's national. Maybe it's on our doorstep, whatever it is. But Father, as we write these prayers down, we are saying, we're trying to say, God, let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, but this is my prayer. This is what's on my heart. And we place it in your bowl, knowing that as our tears are recorded in heaven, so are our prayers. And so Jesus, would you fill up this bowl, not just with our prayers, but with your presence and with your spirit. And God, we long for the day when you pour that out over the earth and we see you accelerate and do amazing things. So Father, in these moments, I pray these will be holy moments. I pray for those of us online as well. Guys, those of you online, I want you to put it in the chat. Put your prayer in the chat. We'll transcribe it. You don't need to put any names or anything. Just put it in the chat. If you can, we'll transcribe it and then we'll put it in this bowl and we'll pray over it throughout the year. So as we worship and as we respond, we'll invite you if you want to do it. If you don't, that's absolutely fine. Okay, but if you want to and it will help you, go grab one of these, write on it and come put it in the bowl and then we'll pray.